Shoot Brothers. That's right. Because we are the one and only Shoot Brothers. You're listening to the only wrestling podcast online, hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and Cameron Lightning Osborne. We are not the best friends. We are the Shoot Brothers, but we are good friends. Great, great friends. Probably, I'd say, on par as uh, Chuck Taylor and. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what's the other guy's name? Uh, Trent. Trent. <laughs> uh, of course, the, you, this voice you're hearing right now. Yeah, my name is Cameron Osborne. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. We are on our regular scheduled day, as it seems. Uh, and our, re- our regular scheduled path, you know, it's uh, so, at some points in time, we find ourselves on the road to WrestleMania. We're not on that road right now. We're on the road to episode 100, I think. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we're, we're probably 25-ish away from it happening. Very exciting. We are on the road, and the listeners, uh, you're right there with us. Oh, yeah, baby. We're, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something special out for that one got to be special right we uh got a great show coming up too because monday raw nxt we do have double or nothing coming up this weekend yeah baby the the money's on the line the chips are on the table and they may yeah. be hanging above the ring we're not entirely sure Maybe. It's, we don't it's, know <laughs> it's some instances i mean there will be we don't know the size of the chip we don't know uh, right the size the- of the chip is something up for debate uh for sure the shoot meter's flying as we all know as it always does with very minor details makes the shoot meter go off sometimes yeah but it's fun fun to track um but let's just jump right in before we get into the ring why don't we go around the ring 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 Ooh, i like i like that was a nice that was a nice segue yes uh, so here we are. Let's get to some news. Uh, one of the big pieces that um, it was reported kind of out of nowhere that Drew Gulak is gone from WWE. Uh, he wasn't released. His his contract has kind of expired in the last week. And the two sides were discussing. They weren't able to come to terms. Uh, so Gulak, I think he wanted a bit of a raise. And they're like, no, not right now. So you're gone. But uh, so as of right now, yeah, Gulak's just like that. He's gone. How did WWE? Very much so out of nowhere. Yeah. After being featured on SmackDown, you know, the past couple months with Daniel Bryan and um, putting on incredible matches, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, now that might explain a bit more last week when when Gulak lost to Bryan. They did like this whole embrace after and hugging and maybe Bryan kind of knew this could be goodbye. Yeah, I guess, you know, they probably could have talked about it. Um, it's weird that you, yeah, we didn't hear anything about it. Usually when there's contracts at, at, at play, uh, it's, it's sort of, you know, the news makes its way down the wire. Yeah, I guess Gulak, you know, his name, not quite as big, so he sneaks under the radar, but That's he survived point. the release thing only to have his contract run up a few weeks later, so I don't know. How interesting, eh? I guess the, the WWE situation must have, is ongoing. WWE must have wanted to keep him, but not <laughs> wanted, yeah. not wanting to pay him what he actually wanted. Yeah, who, Meltzer who reported knows? that yeah they offered him a contract, he wanted more, and then WWE yeah. just took their original off the off the table, so he's got nothing right now. So mm. we'll see, okay. we'll see how this plays out. Interesting, but currently unemployed. <clears throat> currently. So if you're a wrestling company promotion and you listen to <laughs> yeah, this I don't podcast, know who's hiring right now. I don't know who's hiring right now, but Drew Gulak is open. Yeah. Uh, but some more news here. Uh, some unfortunate stuff. Ember Moon, who we've been missing for a while. You remember she came back from injury only to get another injury in a stupid 24-7 segment. 
where she was running around and tore her Achilles. There's no stupid 24-7 segments, only yeah. stupid 24-7 actors. Uh, but she uh, she recently appeared on that WWE backstage show and she gave an update and she said uh, this injury may be career ending. What um, kind of injury is it? I don't know. I thought it was just an Achilles, which I mean, it's it's a tough injury, but you can come back. I don't know. So she says this is like the hardest thing and she might not even have a chance to redeem herself. All the stuff she wanted to do. So uh, it's just kind of, uh, yeah, she says, I'm trying to get on all y'all's level and I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to redeem myself and. But it's going to be a long time. So, yeah, she sounds a little sketchy, but uh, so we're not going to be seeing her for a long time, at least. And you know what? Z- Xavier Woods has that. Uh, he's out with the Achilles injury still, of course. Yeah, he's been um, gone like six, eight months now. Been a while. Uh, yeah. Edge yes. had that happen to him once. He was out a while. Kobe Bryant came back. Kobe came back. Yeah, people come back. Uh, Kevin Durant's gonna come back. Kevin Durant's will come back, but you know it's uh yeah exactly it's a we'll see. Poor Ember Moon. She had a cool looking yeah. move. She's what was that one cool, called? Yeah, cool look. The the eclipse. The eclipse. It was a cool one. Yeah, one of the great greatest wean woman finishers. Uh, yeah, awesome gimmick, awesome themes. Who's song. the one? I remember there one match where somebody sells the shit out of the that eclipse. It was like someone like yeah. Mickey James, someone or super Alicia down, Fox, someone like Alicia Fox, per, yeah. per fan uh, favorite of the show, <laughs> favorite yeah. of the show, Alicia Fox. They just do like the Sammy Guevara jump on your head and bounce. Yeah, just uh, whatever it was. I remember it was just perfect. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. So that's that, and then uh, I guess the final. Another unfortunate. Not very. Not many. Not any good news this week. Mm. Um, as former wrestler Shad Gaspard from Crime Time passed away, if you may have heard, I think they showed a graphic before one of the shows. But um, yes, heard heard the unfortunate news. Um, don't know. Didn't know much about him. Yeah, uh, former tag wrestler. You know, lower card. They never won the titles, but they were fun. They were like, uh, yeah, like Enzo and Cash, just goofy fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the guy, unfortunately, he drowned. Him and his son got were swimming in some bad water. The lifeguard saved the son, but Shad was pulled under, and that was the last of him. So Man, too bad, ter- but... It's terrifying, too. The sea? The sea? The ocean? Yeah. It does not, does not take any uh, hostages. No. If, I, if I've learned one thing from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise... <laughs> Uh, yeah, super, super, super upsetting. Not much ex- fun stuff happening in the news these days, unfortunately, or at least this week, this past yeah, week. This week. Um, so let's, yeah, let's brighten the mood. Let's crown a champion. A tweet of the week champion? I think so. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. No, because new champions uh, just 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 all all the time now. Of course, um, like we were saying the other week, I'm we're, I'm waiting for some a repeat champion. We've had too many one-time champions um, <laughs> because, like we, like, you know, like we said, anybody can win it. I think rock stars have won it. Two uh, um, K Games won it one time i won it once so again anybody can win this thing and new japan won this one time it's the only only promotion to ever win the tweet of the week champion and uh of course wwe isn't gonna let new japan be the only promotion to do something wwe this week's tweet of the week champion uh shortly after friday's match uh like when uh drew gulak was released like very shortly after i think you and i like may have did the show and then later that day or something 
Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, and WWE, they're great. You know, they put all stuff on, like, edited clips on Twitter, Instagram, and whatever to, of just matches and things that go on. And this week, they tweeted out, um, from his match on SmackDown on Friday, at Daniel Bryan and his training partner square off in the first round of the IC title tournament. (laughs) Hashtag SmackDown. Of course, um, the training partner, Drew Gulak, (laughs) was the, uh... One from the first round, I guess you can't say his name. And it's funny because just because when you open up the tweet, it's Drew Gulak like giving a power bomb to Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and you can very much so see who it is. Uh, and so he's for, been erased. He's been erased from their memory. And for that reason, WWE, you are this week's Tweety League champion. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, uh, yeah, like we said, who knows how this situation is going to end up. But... Yeah, Drew Gulak, very up in the air right now. Very up in the air right now. Excited to see where that happens. It's been, um, when was our last big free agent? Uh, well, I guess Brody Lee's still pretty recent. Brody Lee's pretty recent. I guess Brody Lee and Matt Hardy is our, our, our yeah. last, uh, they were free agents. But, um. You're right. Yeah, they're, it was, they're, it was on like the older, they're on the older side, though, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. it was like a month ago. You're right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, you know, it's been a long month, though. It's it's, been it has month. it has been a long month. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Time's just flying. Give that. But uh, you know, wrestling's here, so let's keep it going, right? Yeah, let's keep it going, baby. Let's jump on over to Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Kick right off with Charlie Caruso hanging out in the ring, and she brings out her uh, her. I don't even know what I was gonna call Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, "What's what? What do you got? Yeah. What, do you, what do you got? What, what's thought, backstage?" Charlie saying today. No, but we knew this was coming. Of course, uh, our first face-off between Edge and the Rand Man uh, since their since mania, their last face-off since, since they saw each other on the <laughs> on the roof of that six of that eighteen wheeler. No, they they saw each other like a week ago. All right. Shit, man, it's been a long month. You're it's right. It's been a long week. It's been a long week, even too. Christ, but feels like it was I'll that long ago. It. Because remember, we do have a pay per view coming up in X amount of weeks. Couple weeks. Couple I mean, weeks. Was, yeah, we went like a month with nothing. Now we got like three coming up in the next yeah, four weeks. A little bit much. It's good. I like it. Uh, but yeah, Randy Orton comes out. Edge comes out. Uh, they, they, you know, talking about what they've done, the feud, and uh, hey, Edge, why didn't you accept my challenge last week? I saw the doubt in your face. That grit, that passion, it's gone. So Edge comes out and he's like, yeah, I know what you're doing. This is just a game and you don't love the sport like I do. So Randy just says, come on, man. You're going to accept or what? So Edge just finally says, yes, I accept your damn challenge. So there you have it. An official wrestling match set for Backlash. Uh, yeah, official. I mean, I guess part two. You know, I mean, these guys did such a great job in their mania buildup. It almost seems like anything... Uh or yeah, you know this. this it, it's it's going to be tough for them to match that act that that intensity, and yeah, th- this but, didn't quite uh, do it for me. The match quality might be better. We'll see. Of course, right? Because you know, yeah. I mean, if we're getting Edge Randy two, that only means we're getting Edge Randy three. Yeah, they got to, you know the final one will be like a TLC match. And or if something. this is like a Champa Gargano, if this is like a Champa Gargano situation, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get Edge Randy four and five. Yeah, and then someone's gonna get hurt. <laughs> 
then someone's going to get hurt for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hopefully one of those will take place in Toronto. Because, you know, Edge is going to want to come home. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, hey, we uh, we were... We saw him return. We saw we saw, we saw that big spear on... Yeah, the first spear in over nine years. Who was it on? On Elias, I think? Yes, Elias. Yeah. After he was making fun of Kawhi leaving. And stuff. Yeah, what did he say? I remember it not hitting as hard as I well, hoped it like, would We don't have. give a fuck. We're champions. Yeah, I remember I wanted his Kawhi Leonard joke to really dig deep. And then <laughs> yeah, I just, it was more I, just like, hey, where's Kawhi? And, that's and yeah, and you were like, oh, yeah, no, he, he he's okay. it's okay. We're, we've made peace with him. Yeah, like, he ain't here, but look up there, that banner, baby. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, I can't think who I would have think, you know, who I would have taken offense of. Yeah, they should have just made, made fun of the Leafs. Yeah, well. exactly. I, I would have, and think yeah, I thought any Toronto Maple Leafs related, like <laughs> you know, you guys are trash. Although you have a fifty goal scorer, yeah. uh, even that that would have been nice. But anyway, but, we're not we're not here to talk about that. We're here to t- yeah. we're here to talk about uh, Monday Night Raw action. Yeah, let's keep going. Seth Rollins comes out with Murphy to deliver his uh, Monday Night Mass. His new and... theme too. The whole new thing. Yeah, the slow, he's walking out like a lethargic like a deity. Just says, yeah. mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, you know that lost Drew? It made him fall into a dark place. But without darkness, there can be no light. And I have seen the light. Thanks to thanks to Rey Mysterio. And he says he saved Rey last week when he nearly poked his eye out. So you're welcome. Uh, then Humberto Carrillo comes out. He cuts a promo on Seth. You know, you don't care about Ray. He's a hero to millions and my idol. And you're just a coward. And he gets in the ring. and uh, But Seth says, no, you can have Murphy. So Murphy takes on Carrillo. Seth just kind of on the outside. Uh, distracts Carrillo momentarily. But then he jumps off the rope right into a V-trigger from Murphy. And then Murphy follows up with Murphy's Law to get the win. And then they go to hurt Carrillo some more. So Aleister Black comes out, fights with Murphy. His Rollins just walks off. Seth Rollins is looking great. Mm-hmm. For uh, He's embracing, yeah, for someone who we hated, not but for the wrong ways. <laughs> yeah, <Now laughs> not he's leaned too into it long and... ago. Now we hate him for the right ways. Seth Rollins, heel boy, it's always more exciting. Yeah, yeah, he's just not. Yeah, he's not as likable. <laughs> no, especially <laughs> since we know the real likable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> great wrestler. But, his uh, his IC title runs were uh, his IC face title runs were was a great job. Great, yeah, so those were fantastic. Owen Ziggler, Miz. And then as soon as we match. get to know him, we're just like, ah, oh, no, 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 I forgot. Yeah, like, you're I don't know, nice. I don't like you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll get some more of him later. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we get Liv Morgan in a little backstage segment talking about her mother being a hero and uh, a bit of her personal life, and you know she lost to Charlotte a few weeks ago, but. She's learned and she's determined to one day become Raw's Women's Champ. It'd be great to see also. Hell yeah. Uh, then Charlotte comes out, uh, cuts a promo, calls out Liv, but Ruby Riot comes out instead. So we get Charlotte versus Ruby. So is this um is this part of the brand-to-brand invitational? No, I think... No, Charlotte's I mean, allowed to uh, free. I mean, uh, I think Charlotte's still on the Raw roster, even though she's NXT champ. Okay, okay. Just making weird. sure, just making sure, because, of course, I'm, uh, we're, we are keeping... I mean, if it was up to me, she'd be on NXT. That's the way it should be. She's the champ. But she's, I don't know. Okay, she's I just want to make sure, because we are keeping a close eye on the yeah, four times not, maximum. Yeah, this is not This is not one. Okay. So, anyways, they're fighting... Uh, 
And I feel like at this point now, they're purposely picking the same ref for all of Charlotte's match because it's always this, come on, Charlotte guy. <laughs> come on, Charlotte. Come maybe Charlotte's on. like, I want him. I want him for all my <laughs> So he's great. Uh, short little match. Ruby gets a couple moves in, but Charlotte gets that figure eight for the win. I feel like these two were on a pay-per-view not too long ago, a couple years ago. Yeah, that could. Yeah, Ruby, back when the Riot Squad first came up, Ruby was getting a little push. Yeah, and then there was this moment where Ruby Riot was one of the brighter stars in the <clears throat> uh, in the women's division. Yeah, I think Ruby even got to fight Ronda Rousey in one of the matches. And uh, and then she got hurt, and now we're here. She, yeah, sure, she got I mean, hurt. Yeah, Charlotte's been maybe a, a tad overexposed, I feel, lately. I agree. I feel I it, mean, but but I feel as though all of their ratings are down, so they're just like put Charlotte on everything to bring our ratings up. You know, it's uh, it's tough. Uh, I can understand how some of them might think like that. Yeah. You know. No. No. Of course, I'm, we're thinking of how they would think, not how. Yeah. Not yeah. how you the. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. But uh, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then Kyrie Sane's out. She comes into the ring to present Oscar, or yeah, her championship celebration, and. Uh, Kyrie, this was the most English I've heard Kyrie speak in a while. It was, it was actually pretty, pretty clear. I liked it. It was fair. They're fair. A lot of it too. Yeah, very good. Uh, so Oscar comes out and Kyrie presents flowers and they hug and then Oscar cuts a promo in Japanese. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Raw Women's Champion. I can't believe it. That's my translation. Mm -hmm. And then her and Kyrie both, uh, yeah, they put over being a Grand Slam champion. And then Kyrie plays a little tune on a recorder she pulled out. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, until big bad Nia Jax has to come ruin the party. Ruining the uh, fun like she always does. Yeah, so she comes stomping down to the ring. Uh, she says, you know, what are you celebrating? You were handed that title. So I'm going to be the Raw Woman's Champ soon, and then we'll party. And then Asuka attacks, or she just kind of knocks Nia out of the ring with a big hip attack. So I guess there's your first title defense. Yeah, there's our first title fight. We have to assume, or I don't know, maybe we can assume that anything that's going to happen is kind of what would have happened to Becky Lynch, right? Yeah, I think yeah, we, just, we, you know, we still, yeah, we still never did get the Becky versus Nia one on one we revenge never, for breaking my face, so. we, which probably, which probably would have been what's happening about now. Yeah, Oscar's uh, Oscar's basically the number two woman babyface on that show, so why not slot well, in? And, well, she, yeah, and we can turn her. Um, we can turn her 20 more times. She's going to be this big show-esque character <laughs> that just keeps getting turned. And, yeah, uh, yeah it doesn't matter. But she's, she's so good at it, we don't ex care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She was just so so much, uh, such a great and logical next choice for, yeah. or to win she's still, that belt. Yeah, she's still mostly the same. She acts all crazy, running up and down, dancing, screaming. But she, yeah, still. Now um, she can the, be happy for you. Her she, her eye, or the green eye makeup is now like. This is this yeah. is who she is. She's crying because she just heard the news. Yeah, gonna be a, gonna be a mother. Gonna be a mother. Gonna, gonna be a mother. <laughs> yeah, that was so nice. Yes, one of the most touching moments of the of the decade. Of the decade. <laughs> of the decade. Yeah. Uh, but let's go on here. Bobby Lashley taking on our truth, but truth ducks out of the ring early on and pops in his buck teeth because it's pretty Ricky. Uh, he tries to catch Lashley off guard, but then Bobby just destroys him. Hits a bulk, big full Nelson slam, and then he follows up with that full Nelson submission for the tap out win. So it looks like it's going to be his thing now. Mm -hmm. New, uh, his new whatever, new move. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and the match we've all been waiting for. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are defending those women's tag titles. 
against Iconics. They're back. Uh, second second week back, and they're already in, they're in a back. title bout. Well-deserved. Uh, they <laughs> cut a beautiful promo before the match, of course. The future's right here, and it's Iconic. And then uh, yeah, we get into the match. Billy Kay, of course. Great squawking during the match. Love it. As always, it's what she brings to the squad. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, Nikki just kind of dumps Peyton to the outside. Billy hits Nikki with a big boot to the face. But then she turns around to a woman's right from Alexa Bliss. And Bliss climbs to the top rope, hits Twisted Bliss. But Peyton breaks up the pin just in time. 2.9. Uh, 2.9. And Peyton gets a little, little overly aggressive here and just starts ramming Bliss into the turnbuckle repeatedly. But she's not the legal woman, and she's not listening to the ref. So he, he has to call for the DQ, just like that. Uh, and Peyton, she can't believe it. She's freaking out, and neither can I. This, this shit must be righted. But that's how that, that's how that match ends. Yeah, what a tough. Yeah, that's tough. Why not? Save it for the pay-per-view. You know what I'm, Yes, okay, I guess, yeah. So if we're saving it for the pay-per-view, what a weird DQ also. It happens. Yeah. She's over. She didn't listen. Uh, and then backstage, Kyrie's playing a recorder all alone again when Nia Jax attacks her. And then we'll follow up with that later. But we go back to Peyton, and she's just apologizing to Billy, trying to explain. She says, Peyton. Or, yeah, Peyton's <laughs> Peyton. trying to explain. <laughs> Billy. Billy's just like. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> so Billy says, Peyton, Peyton. this was our one chance. This was our one our chance. One chance to get the titles, and you blew it. So she slaps Peyton right in the face. My God. And Peyton, she's shocked. She just <laughs> says, I can't believe you just did that. And she cries. And then Billy's shocked. She can't believe it either. She starts crying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They hug. They cry together. I love you the best. So through the, you know, you, it's darkest before dawn. They have to go through these struggles to rebuild stronger. I guess that's stronger. The, the competitor's intensity uh hopefully and not a reason for them to split up no 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 okay okay the well you can't split up well i mean the yeah. only fucking team we well we already split the, the rest of them up right we had fire and desire that got split up we split up the ryan I squad i mean if That's somebody are back to rebuild the division fucking fit finley leaves and then all of a sudden all the women's tag teams are just split up they're God back. damn it. The God division is going to be iconic. Could be. Uh, but let's go backstage. Asuka's pissed off. She confronts Nia for attacking Kyrie. Uh, Nia tries to walk off, so Asuka just grabs her by the hair, pulls her down, kicks her in the head. And uh, Nia just falls on a conveniently placed mattress that was just kind of there. What are the odds, eh? Those uh, <laughs> WWE's backstage is such an odd place where nobody's safe alone. Uh, there's way more tables and chairs than there probably need to be. Just a weird place. And maybe they had to put that down. They didn't want to crack the foundation of the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, that's what it was. They were really worried uh, about <laughs> Hey, but let's go. Shayna Baszler is taking on Natalia in a submission match. Uh, Natty, you know, she shows that good fighting Canadian heart. Puts up, uh... Yeah, she puts up a good fight, locks in that sharpshooter, but Shayna escapes, and soon after, she locks in here, Kira Fuda Clutch, to get the submission victory. As as she is one to do. Has she yeah, ever, so she's, do you think she's ever gotten a win with anything else? <clears throat> what? Uh, does, she, does she have yeah. another thing? Yeah, I've seen her get 
use the big knee strike. Oh yeah. To get up. Uh, but uh, then we go backstage where the Vegabonds are still bickering. Uh, Andrade and Garza are kind of against theory until Zelina Vega comes in to break it up. And she says, let's go out. We're going to go out there. We're going to figure shit out. You understand me? And they all say yes. Theory says yes. And she says, yes, what? He says, yes, ma'am. So, yeah, he's being singled out. But I like this Vega. She doesn't take shit. Zelina, Ve- Zelina Vega is slowly going to take over all all the athletic people, <laughs> performers yeah. within WWE. Going to leave all the fatties and bad ones uh, she's, aside. She's Robert Stone's hero. She's building her own brand. Yes, she is what Robert Stone <laughs> wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get Kevin Owens. He's finally back in a live setting. Or was he back last week? I can't remember. No, Either he way. was. They told us he would be back next week. Okay, well, he's back. And uh, for the KO show, first time we've seen him since Mania. And uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. While well, they were setting up the KO show, Natty was kind of bitching and kicking stuff around. I thought, but, it was Sha- uh, yeah, I thought it was Shayna that, that was who was, who beat the shit out of... Uh, maybe. Who knows? Anyways, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens show. He says, uh, yeah, I'm good to go now. And he brings out his guest, Selena Vega and the Vegabonds. And uh, yeah, Vega says she's sick of people thinking that one argument means that there's trouble in her group and that her empire is crumbling. I like how she called it her group and all that. It is her stuff, you know? She's the leader. So she's you're wrong. Leader. She puts over the three men in the ring, and she asks uh, she asks Owens why he isn't in the ring with them. Because he's just kind of standing on the apron. He says, well, I'm just making room for the last guest. And then Apollo Crews shows up and attacks Andrade. The other guys break it up, and we get a tag match. So, just uh, like yeah. that, we get a tag match. Yeah, because it was them who cro- cost Apollo Crews his money in the bank shot. So of course. Know. Of course it was, yeah. So he's back. He's with Owens taking on Andrade and Garza. Apollo's in control. Zelina Vega jumps on the apron to distract the ref. So Theory goes to get involved, but he fucks up and accidentally hits Garza. So Cruz follows up with his spin-out powerbomb to get the win. So Austin Theory fucked up again. Damn it. So that's, that's it. Andrade and Garza have had it. They beat him up. And Zelina Vega says, yeah, I'm done with him. Come on. So they fuck him up. Back to NXT for you, I guess. <laughs> uh but maybe not, because, well, well, they see. They beat him around, they toss him into a pile of chairs and leave him for dead. He might be dead, you know. He could be. He might be, yeah. I mean, I've seen... Poor guy. You know, yeah, Dale Earnhardt, guy. his crash didn't look that bad, and he was dead. <laughs> but let's go on here. Viking Raiders are taking on the Street Profits in an axe-throwing competition. After last week's uh, game of two-on-two basketball. Yeah. Which the uh, the Vikings were pretending the whole time that they couldn't play. Surprisingly competent, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. guys who were wearing boots. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Vikings were doing some axe throwing. The Vikings, they're nailing all bullseyes. They're hitting trick shots. And this is just in the warm-ups. Uh, Montez, these guys are just, they're missing everything. He winds up. He chucks the axe a mile wide. Uh, Dawkins doesn't do much better. He loses grip on the backswing and chucks it into a barrel. <laughs> so it starts leaking their alcohol, I guess. The Vikings are mad, so he gives them some of their cup. He's like, here, try this. Uh, and then we'll get back to them later. <laughs> but let's we go will. back to the ring because we got Aleister Black taking on Murphy. Uh, they're going at it heavy. And then Rollins just kind of starts slowly making his way 
or no, yeah, Rollins is outside of the ring, and then he approaches Austin Theory, who is still down, and extends him a hand, which Theory accepts. So, uh, new member of the Messiah, we'll see. But uh, back in the ring, Alistair's got Murphy in position for the Black Mass, and then Rollins just points at Black. So Theory goes in the ring, attacks him, causing the DQ. The three men beat down Black, and then Seth hugs and embraces Theory. So, yes, it does seem he's joined the group. Seth Rollins is far is, has been doing a far better job at recruiting, uh, you know, good talent than Brody Lee has been. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're both doing the same. It's like same thing, same gimmick. Yeah, yes, you know, uh, slightly different, of course. Mm-hmm. Same gimmick. Seth Rollins is doing it better. Yeah, uh, he's picking w- guys that he can, you know, help elevate, help make a name for them. I mean, of course, hide him behind a mask. We haven't seen the uh, those two guys in a while. I think one of them's hurt. Uno and Stu. No, Occam and Razor. Occam Razor. Oh, AOP. Yeah, AOP. Yeah, one of that's hurt. their name. Right, right, right. One of them's hurt. So you know, but they were recruitable, and now yeah. Murphy, and now Austin Theory. I mean, shit. Who's next? Yeah. No. I mean, that's yeah. That's what we you know when you get a group, you want to build, expand, dominate, conquer. So, uh, yeah, let's see him slowly start targeting the roster. It seems like Seth Rollins Brainwashing is doing people. Yeah. If it comes to a point where it's like half the roster against his Messiah, and yeah, we'll see. And, yeah, and the inner circle, Chris Jericho kind of did that too, right? Where you are, you are a leader and you are skilled and then you just get other skilled people to be on your crew, not just mm-hmm. a blanket of mid-carters or something. You know, I mean, yeah, Sammy Guevara is always going to take the loss, but... He's gonna he's do it. Role. He's gonna do it so well that yeah. you never think that he loses because <laughs> he takes. And he's still elevated. He still takes badass twists of fate. Uh, yeah, like it was Gets nothing. to do fucking six thirties through a table and shit. <laughs> exactly. This guy's putting it all on the line. <clears throat> but um, yeah, let's go back to the axe toss where we get the official beginning. Ten axes per team. Uh, not much social distancing here. There was like couple dozen viking dudes all just watching it's florida baby you can do whatever it's you want florida. it's outdoors yeah it's not a big whatever deal. you want out there uh, in florida so the vikings start off they're hitting all bullseyes street profits are missing all their shots it's five nothing halfway through uh and then yeah at the end vikings are up 10 to 0 and then montez montez ford has the very last shot and he finally hits a bullseye and then they celebrate like he won they're going nuts but then the cops show up uh so like, all right, which one of you did this? Everyone's pointing at each other. So they say, only one way to find out. Let's see who can throw this thing. So Dawkins picks up the axe, throws it behind his back, nails the target perfect. So everyone celebrates. And then the cops line everyone up and start lecturing them, you know, how dangerous this is. Uh, and then this, this big lady cop, she says she's going to let them go this time because you're cute. And then she winks at Ivar. And then you, not so much to Eric. So, oh, man. Street Profits are reacting. Everyone's hyping it up. His Ivar's smiling. And that was your axe toss. Yeah, it was okay. I didn't cut, it didn't quite come across. It's like, I, 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 you know, it's great that they're trying, they're doing something fun and different because, you know, fun and different might be all it is. But that, the, the bringing in the cops at the end of it took way too long. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like it, it, it was like two minutes of nothing funny just to set up that funny. That was all Vince just to set up so. the the your cute punchline. It was like, oh, shit, I think we could have gotten to that way yeah. earlier if that was the <laughs> joke. 
but yeah, I, these guys they're, they're going to do something else next week. They're going to kick a kick a football or well, needs yeah go last fishing week. or something. You know, they're going to keep doing it. We need a middle ground because the first week was like the street profits. Yeah, first one, one was, was basketball. This one was uh, so now we need something. Yeah, like chess yeah. or something that neither <laughs> one of them are probably good at. <laughs> Yeah, what what can't uh, big men and black men do? I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say what can't <laughs> Vikings and you know kids on the street do? Like, where's the middle ground? I feel you know. I don't know. All right, I don't know, but let's go to this main event here. We've got the brand to brand invitation. Drew McIntyre's taking on King Corbin. So this this does count for for Corbin to brand one notch. Right. His belt. Okay, officially. just want to make sure it's a fi- it's in stone. It's been written down. Good. He is our uh, first ever uh, first brand ever. to brand guy. Yeah. Uh, so before the match can even start, MVP comes out with Lashley and just talks about the men in the ring. And uh, you know, at Lashley, he's got his eyes on that WWE title. So, yeah. Looks like that's building up, but uh, the actual match, nothing special here. You know, typical Baron Corbin match. <laughs> Eventually, Drew hits the Claymore, gets the win, as MVP and Lashley look on, and Drew just calls him out. So, yeah, it looks like we're going to get Drew versus Bobby at Backlash, probably. You know what? I saw somewhere um, they have a match on Impact, I guess, or TNA, that's actually supposed to be yeah. like a... Uh, I saw this on a top... TNA matches ever list. Wow. So, uh, yeah, no, Bobby was the world champ for a while there. He, he had a good run. And just two, you know, two big motherfuckers. Why the hell not? Mm hmm. No? Yeah, I'm sure the match will be fine, you know, and we've transitioned into MVP. So Lana won't be there. So, and Drew McIntyre has been doing just an incredible, I, I forgot what a good world, you know, you almost kind of forget what a good world champion is like when you have so much mediocrity, whether whether it be <laughs> on Brock Lesnar or, you know, uh, someone like Goldberg, just having it on them, you're like, ah, fuck, this is, nothing's happening with this. But uh, Drew McIntyre has been doing one hell of a job. He's been yeah. championing, 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 championing this, uh, just hold this whole crowdless series right i think a lot of this whole crowd list shows will be remembered by drew mcintyre doing a pretty damn good job at it yeah yeah he's carrying that main mm-hmm. event scene for raw very, right now very much well. so hope he does so for uh a long time yeah but that but, was the show uh, that was yeah. monday night raw that was raw should we just jump on into the world of nxt nxt Ba-dum. what does it mean Ba-dum. I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. NXT stands for fucking something. Uh, it probably stands for something. Um, but uh, we have a takeover coming over in a couple weeks. Yeah, in your house, June seventh. June seventh. So, so I guess is that probably a, that's probably a few days before. Backlash, I guess. Maybe the I day before, a week backlash? before backlash. A week before backlash. Okay, cool. Because now the takeovers are on Sundays, like their own pay per view. Right. So yeah. So okay, we'll, uh, great. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, the show just kicks right off with Karrion Cross and Scarlet making their entrance. Uh, still great, but yeah, don't know about that lip syncing, but whatever. So it, it it it'll work. It works du- during this. Yeah, it was fine. But it won't work. uh, I feel like eventually they'll drop it. Yeah, there's a couple. um, I always think, or 
just from like my just there's no crowd there but it still doesn't sound like i don't know why they just don't cut the video so it's like it's always missing a little bit of oomph the uh these entrance tracks right because no one's cheering along yeah it just sounds like kind of you know it doesn't sound as good as i think it could right imagine if you know it just sounded a little bit better oh that's me that's me why doesn't she just do it live like biggie uh maybe she can't sing I mean, maybe she can't. And if that's not her voice, they could do like, oh, it's definitely not her voice. But I was going to say, like, (laughs) they could do an Ashley Simpson type thing. Well, I guess that's what they're doing. That is what they're doing. That is what they're doing. Shit. Okay, never Uh, mind. (laughs) But, anyways, uh, he's got a match here. Cameron Cross taking on Liam Gray. And yeah, you know what's going to happen. Who's who's Liam Gray? I don't know. Okay. He's got his name on his pants, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, anytime somebody has their name on their pants, you're just like, oh, God, you're not going to do they well. Want you to, yeah, they want you to remember. Yeah, remember uh, my name. So Cross destroys the guy. He gets the submission win with his sleeper hold thing. And mm-hmm. uh, as Cross is celebrating with Scarlet, Tommaso Ciampa comes out, starts cutting a promo on Cross uh, for attacking him a few weeks ago. And Ciampa says, you know, you stand out. You're special. And then he gets on the apron, and uh, Scarlet, so polite, she just goes over and holds the rope for him so he, sh- he can enter. How nice of her. How nice. What a, adorable. But uh, you know who else is special? Me! And on June 7th, that takeover in your house, we're going to have a match. And that's special. So, there we go. Cross versus Chomp. Huge match. One of the, uh, you know, this... We're, we're pushing Karrion and Cross, and Tommaso Chomp is one of the best NXT stars ever. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's gonna be a hot match. Hot match, huge first feud too. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to cruiserweight tournament action. The final match of Group B, we got Akira Tozawa taking on El Hero de Fantasma. They have uh, yeah, a good little match here. Tozawa he hits his big senton off the top rope, but Fantasma rolls to the outside, which is enough to save him from that three count. And then soon after, Phantasma hits the Phantom Driver, and he gets the win. So that makes him and Tozawa both 2-1. and one. But Phantasma gets the head-to-head tiebreaker because he just beat Tozawa. So he's going to the finals. Going to the finals. This was one of the best matches in this little tournament by far, I think. I can't think of one that I've been more yeah. entertained yeah, this one. by. Tozawa got Tozawa'd, which kind of sucks for him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still, you know, two and one. He's looked good on NXT. But uh, but El Hio, gotta say, be, becoming a he's, fan. I'm becoming a fan. Yeah, I like the guy. He's got. Uh, yeah, you know, NXT doesn't have a lot of luchas like him, so. None really, and I mean, the the luchas that do exist in WWE aren't used. Well, they're used sparingly, and Some, other than Ray, yeah, other than Ray. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm liking Phantasma, so let's see what he can do in the finals. Mm-hmm. But then we get a special vignette here of Shotzi Blackheart, and she's standing on a full-size tank, and she's, you know, talking about her motto, TCB, taking care of life. Who's your daddy? I'm your daddy. Some te- <laughs> She just had a lot of lines here. Some people take Ubers. I like to roll in this, and this is how I roll in her tank, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she talks about her biker dad and how she got into punk rock singing in a band, which led her to wrestling. And uh, you better watch what I'm going to do to the NXT women's division. And she starts crushing some cars with her tank saying, hey, that's you, Dakota. That's you, Raquel. Uh, so, uh, you know, her speaking felt a little forced, but I like the character development here. Yeah. Have Love we ever that. have we I think that might have been the first time we ever heard her speak. 
other than oh 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 yeah other than yeah other than <laughs> random cheering throughout <laughs> but uh you know yeah her her i like her i like her i like that they're giving her character but uh her uh yeah her words could use a little improvement but that I feel like she was just reading what she was told. Yeah, we'll we'll get there too. I mean, yeah. Either way, I love her. Yeah, we never seen her before. I'm in love. Of course you are. We know that. <laughs> but let's go on to someone else who's in in love and married and happy in life. Um, we got Mia Yim taking on Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. And many people probably didn't even realize, but I think Santana had new entrance theme and gear. I I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it doesn't help her as Yim gets the quick win with Protect Your Neck. And then after the match, Johnny and Candace come out to mock her. And Johnny goes to get in the ring. So Mia kicks him. But then Candace jumps her from the other side, starts attacking. And they just kind of laugh at Can- or, uh Yeah, they laugh at Mia until Keith Lee comes out to help his wife and chases off the Garganos. Those pesky Garganos. Uh, mixed ta- some mixed tag action? Is that what we have coming up? Yeah, for the in your house, I could see it. Why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, is is Johnny Gargano mad at anyone right now? I don't think so. Oh, he's just. I mean, he's he's obviously mad all the time. I think, but I guess he's He's not at carbs. Yeah, (laughs) he he does. Oh, there's no carbs in the Gargano household. That's for sure. Yeah, they eat lettuce hamburgers. (laughs) Lettuce and lettuce and burgers. Yeah, no bun. They put it on a couple pieces of lettuce. Of course, yeah. But let's go on. Dexter Loomis is here taking on Roderick Strong. Uh, the first big test we've seen for Loomis. Uh, they're having a good good fought match here. And uh, I didn't see exactly how it happened, but Dexter's bleeding from the head at one point. He got cut up. Yeah, I, I also, yeah. yeah, you don't realize until, yeah, they start bleeding. I'm sure there's a, I'm got sure a there's good a, punch to the head or something. Strong. Exactly. I'm sure there's a bit of time before, uh, you know, you actually start bleeding. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he stays strong. He goes for his side effects, but Roddy sweeps him off his feet, twists him around into a pin, and gets the three. So a bit of a surprising finish. Roddy steals the win, but uh, solid stuff. Uh, yeah, and shortly after, Loomis, he's not taking it like that, so he just locks in the Katagatami and chokes out strong mm-hmm. until Undisputed... Sorry? No, keep going, keep going. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Undisputed Era come out. They start kicking at Loomis, but he won't release the grip. They're kicking him in the head, and he just looks like a crazy great white shark just holding on. So Velveteen Dream comes out to help Loomis, returning the favor from a couple weeks ago. So the two of them, they take out Undisputed Era, send them packing. Dream poses while Dexter just sits with passed out Roddy caressing his hair. This guy's fucked. I love him. I love, I love him uh, so much. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, R- Roddy getting the ring, the uh, win, the Undisputed Era is still, you know, they are still the top faction over here. But, you know, this De- Dexter Loomis is a man who, you know, he enjoys the pain. And uh, yeah. he doesn't stop the pain from happening there. You know, we saw he was just still choking him out. And he was getting the shit kicked out of him. Uh, yeah, you and know. I like this uh, this bit of odd allies with Dream. It's kind of a cool pairing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's like we've said before all the time, to- all the time, right? Like the people backstage never giving a shit about anybody else. Uh, yeah. You know, does Velveteen Dream care about Dexter Loomis, or does he just want does not want the Undisputed Era to succeed? Who knows? Yeah, maybe both. He's like, you helped me a few weeks ago. I don't want to owe you, so we're even. Exactly. You you scratch your back, then I scratch my back. <laughs> uh, 
So they're scratching their own backs? Yes, they are both scratching their own backs. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, we love you, Dexter. He's uh, yeah one of the big standouts of the, the quarantine era. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly is, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. The first, like, fan reaction when he comes back, I'm sure he'll get a nice big pop that he's never probably had before. So, never. At least no, this yeah, company. there's probably never been a pop. Yeah. Uh, then during the break, in the war zone of the NXT parking lot, Phantasma and Tazawa, they embrace, they hug. Oh, you know, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> they had a great match, so uh, yeah, Phantasma puts over Tazawa. You're a great competitor. And then Phantasma gets in his car, but before he can leave, this, the Lucha Gang pulls up in their van, start beating on Tazawa, but they're fighting, they're holding him against the door, so Tazawa, or Phantasma's blocked in, he tries to get out the other side. But then the Luchas get back in their van and escape while Phantasma tends to Zazawa. So uh, I still, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking Phantasma's the leader behind this still. Oh, you think so? He's in on this. Yeah. He's in on this. Well, maybe that's just what they want us to think with the Lucha masks, you know? It could be. But uh, he's conveniently getting away from every attack while all these other guys are getting. <laughs> that's a good point. Very convenient. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? But uh, either way, I'm liking the abduction angle. Yeah. <laughs> Any abduction angles are always <laughs> fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But let's go tag team action. One Lorcan and Danny Birch taking on Everrise, the battle of the undercard tag teams. Who's Everrise? Uh, maybe they showed up on Raw a couple times to get squashed. Yeah, that's so Quebec. tough. They had the fleur de lis on their... Okay. The Quebec thing on their pants. Okay. Uh, anyways, they're here. Lorcan and Birch dominate them and get a submission win with a single leg Boston Crab and, uh... And they they kind of they they're coming for Imperium. I think they want they want us to think. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Matt Riddle's not a tag. I think he's kind of out of that scene right now because he already they are he already was you know playing on you know not his dime, and he's yeah. got his thing against Thatcher coming up. Uh, Undisputed Era is always oh, yeah. there. Only Lorkin. Who else is sort of in the field? I mean, we brought up Forgotten Sons. Yeah, the tag division on NXT is, is looking uh, a little slowly, flat right slowly now. Slowly and quietly, yeah. It's just kind of falling off to the wayside yeah, a bit. Which is, uh, yeah, which is happens to tag teams in the WWE. After the Dusty Cup. The Dusty Cup would seemed like we had lots of teams, and now they've all kind of gone, yeah, different places. Yeah, in theory, we would have at least eight teams because it was a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, they were kind <laughs> of throwing in, um, there's a team from NXT UK... That was uh, getting Flash screen Morgan time. Morgan Webster. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the other guy. I forget his name. And the Great. other guy. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. That, they, they were getting time, but I guess. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. Also, the, the grizzled young veterans were getting some time. What happened to them? No, they got yeah, brought maybe up. Maybe they're back in the UK, too. They got broken up? Gibson and Drake? No, that's Forgotten Sons who got brought up. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is tough. I know. See? So yeah, everyone's all over. The, we have the tech division. We need a little. We have, we no, need a little, we have uh, no clue what's going on. And we have a podcast where we talk about what's going on. <laughs> and even we have no idea. They just can't focus on any tag division so in odd. any of the brands right now. So weird. Uh, but let's go on here to the, the yeah, final. Yeah, they can't. Every tag... <laughs> Sorry about this. Every world, no, 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 every, no. like, all, at least, you know, the shows that we cover, all these tag divi- like, the tag, <sighs> fuck, and it right sucks. Right now, I'd say SmackDown is looking the best, because they've at least focused recently on it. With they've at least had Miz. matches recently that have been cool, but, uh, yeah. uh or AW, although, although it's been Kenny Omega putting on matches, it's, like, it's just felt flat. Well, we haven't even had the tag champ. Exactly, yeah, because tag it's not like a team. Fuck. 
So the whole world of tag wrestling. What happened to tag on. wrestling? Didn't the Young Bucks say they were going to bring back tag wrestling? Well, they haven't been around in two months. They haven't either. been around in two months. Come on, Young That's Bucks. That's why the Iconics. The Iconics are back. They're here to save tag team wrestling. <laughs> don't the worry, world. Don't worry, everybody. The Iconics are Not here. Not just the women's division. To save tag team wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But let's move on here yeah. to the other cruiserweight tournament final match of Group A. Kushida taking on Drake Maverick. This is do or die for Drake's career. And uh, so Jake Atlas comes down to ringside to kind of cheer on Drake during the match. And uh, yeah, Kushida, tons of stiff kicks, working over that arm. Just beating that arm for the majority of the match. Trying to loosen him up for that arm bar. So Drake's fighting back with one arm. He shows his heart, puts up a great fight. Uh, they go to the top rope. Drake goes for his big wheelbarrow bulldog off the top, but Kushida reverses it right into the armbar. But then Drake is able to roll him up and get the three count. Can you believe it? The miracle on the mat. So uh, Kushida, he's in disbelief. Uh, but now the standings in Group A: Drake, Maverick, Kushida, and Tony Atlas or Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. I'm yeah. always gonna make that <laughs> You're mistake. always gonna make that mistake. I think it's okay. Yeah. Most people probably won't even notice. <laughs> so they all sit at two and one, and since they all beat each other once, you know the the tiebreaker, they're, they're even. So Byron Saxon gets on the mic and explains he just heard from Regal that uh, because of the three way tie, we're gonna have one more match in Group A, a triple threat. So the winner that'll happen next week, and the winner will face Phantasma for the cruiserweight interim title. Which is fan, uh, yeah. This was great. You know, not only was it a great match, um, you know this. This Drake Maverick story is kind of this little triumph, this little mini triumph it's, story that yeah. we've, that's been built over the last it's month. It's turned him from a 24-7 joke into someone we really want to root for and get behind. Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, not that he wasn't great in that role in 24-7. Of course. I think, you know, going forward, I think my only question is, uh, you know, and maybe this will be one, you know, was, was Drake Maverick ever actually released? That's, yeah. That's, that's the what question. the shoot meter's always going to be flying on. Like, did he get released... Post a video of himself legitimate, like real tears crying, mm-hmm. and then WWE felt bad and brought him back. Or was, were they like, "Hey, can you cry on command?" <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, "Yeah, of course I can." They're like, "Okay, you're gonna film yourself saying you're sad that you've got fired." Because also that seems like in poor taste, right? Like to yeah. pretend no, that I, you've uh, been fired after or let go after a lot of your peers have been let go. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, real. I think he was released, but uh, that they quickly turned it around and yeah, decided to turn turn uh, shoot into a work. I, yeah, they either shot themselves into a work or they're gonna work themselves into a shoot. I'm really excited to see not <laughs> only how the triple threat goes next week, but uh, you know if Drake Maverick is actually able to capture that cruiserweight championship. Yeah, Drake Maverick versus Phantasma in the finals. That could be a fun. That match. could be a lot of fun. But then again, like Kushida Phantasma, uh, yeah, any of these would be uh, fantastic. Yeah. Also, yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna get a fun match next week. Mm-hmm. But let's go to the main event here. Main event so time. Io Shirai taking on Rhea Ripley in her first match back, I guess, since Mania. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're having a good fight. Things are going back and forth. Io hits a 619, followed by a slingshot drop kick, and then a tope through the middle rope. Uh, yeah, both women are out on the floor, and then Charlotte Flair comes out, stands on the ramp. So Io and Ripley continue their match in the ring. 
until Charlotte decides, fuck it, and she just jumps in, hits a big boot on Shirai, causing the DQ, and then she spears Ripley after, and then Charlotte just stands tall with her title to end the show. So, uh, triple threat, take over. Triple threat, take over in your house, maybe? Um, So I guess so because, okay, so Charlotte being the NXT champion, does that mean that she can go on NXT whenever she wants? I think so. So I so I think we could posit that it's like that she's allowed to be on both NXT and Raw whenever she wants. Yeah. Because she's and, on uh, Raw, but she's the NXT champion, so she knows she has to do that. Yeah, and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross can go on all three as long as they're champs. As long as they're champions. Time. So I think the only time Charlotte isn't on her brand is when she's on SmackDown. Yeah. That's safe to so say. So this Friday, this Friday when she fights Bailey, it counts as an invitation. It counts as her first uh burn. Her first on, notch and we'll we'll going to keep track. First notch on the belt. Yeah, this is this is going to be the triple threat and um it this be a banger. this is the triple threat. You know, there's no there's no more t- there's no two women other than Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Uh right now on the top right now, you know, on top not only the top of their game uh, but ready for the challenge with Becky Lynch stepping away, of course. Uh, Charlotte's probably the only person they ha- like the women's division has that can match these two. Asuka could also. Uh, but yeah, yeah truly Bianca like, Belair, but they took her away. But yeah, Bianca Belair, they took her away. But yeah, truly three of the best women in the in the whole company, quite frankly. Call me crazy. Yeah. Call me crazy, man. No, no, no. no. Call me crazy. Uh, and they all have slightly different styles. So yes. It should be should be fun that triple threat match you know no dqs we can get some weapons we can get some crazy shit you never know and it's all gonna happen in my apartment right or is it in your house is it in your house or is it in my house well you can't spell your without our so interesting so it's in both of our homes similar to the money in the bank ladder match even if you're homeless you can watch (laughs) it on your phone you can watch it on your phone wi-fi baby yeah if you can afford the network and wi-fi but i mean you don't need to pay for the wi-fi jesus christ uh, but that's NXT. That is NXT. We are NXT. And that was NXT, Mike. I think it's about time we take a break. Yeah, let's do that. We're going to take back. a break. Come back with some trivia. Of course, we have AEW, the west of the rest of our Wednesday Night War. And uh, we'll take a quick look into Double or Nothing 2. So Woo. stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. I'm sure you saw her live special in Paris. Well, it wasn't live. The Netflix uh, movie? <laughs> no, no. But that was great as well. This was some concert she released on Sunday. Oh, I did not I did not see it, no. Anyways, doesn't matter. I was, it, was it good? It was great. Great for me. Fresh content. Fresh con, baby. Nothing. I love watching live concerts. Uh, especially ones of people that I never got to see, like, Queen and Michael Jackson. <clears throat> What's the great Michael Jackson one the other day? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy how like within the first ten minutes you just see like fifty people being just carried out. They passed out <laughs> due to <laughs> not exhaustion. Yeah, not from drugs, not from heat exhaustion, just from overwhelming overwhelming of of Michael seeing Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. They're just ladies being carried out in the crowd, and the security guards are slapping them in the face trying to wake them up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine waiting hours and hours, spending all that money, and then you pass out in 30 <laughs> seconds and miss the whole show. My dad has had, maybe he still does. Uh, it was a, it was a DVD of Queen. 
live at Montreal. No, I think it was live at the Hollywood Bowl. Like oh, or something. I don't really. Uh, yeah, yeah, that I've was, got that one. As that, that was a great. That was a classic in our household of the uh, like. It was something. Yeah. My dad, for some reason, there's like there's like twelve movies at my dad's house, so they're all watched. They were all watched <laughs> so often because there's only twelve of them. It was like there's and that was uh, one of them. That was one of them. Yeah, there was that. Uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, Good Morning Vietnam. It's such a a hodgepodge. It's such of yeah, seriously, titles. and and I think Holes with Shia LaBeouf, and yeah, then wow. this Queen DVD. You know, a handful of things that uh, were just always just watched all the time. It was it was crazy. Yeah, is he a big Queen fan? Like, how did that get into the? How yeah, did that make the small yeah. Da- well, um, I I assume that would have been a gift. Well, yeah, because I mean, out of the, all the that's like the the Montreal and the Wembley are much more easy to find than the 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 live of the bowl. So that's just, just the ones I'd expect more. But good shit. I assume it would have been a gift. Yeah, just the weirdest collection of I don't know what a weird place. What a weird place, but Mike, this isn't a podcast where we talk about our parents' DVD collection uh, or VHS collection. Uh, No, this is a podcast where we talk about wrestling, of course, because this is the second part of the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. I know what you were thinking. We just spent three minutes talking about Queen DVDs. You're like, shit, did I just, am I still listening to the right show? Did I just zoom past? And you didn't. This is the Shoot Brothers, and uh, we're 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 second-halfing it. Oh baby, we're we're pulling that second act routine, Mike, that you described one time. You go in <laughs> to see a show with the smokers or something like that. Yeah, when they're in a mission, <laughs> they come out to smoke. You mingle with them and you sneak back in. Uh, catch the <laughs> or or yeah. the vapors. I guess that's who it would be this week or this time. <laughs> this uh, you know, this round, this era. This era. Um, but let's kick off our second half because we're getting there. Of course, we're talking about some trivia. Trivia. Woo. Trivia. Woo. Just some straight up back and forth questions. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes we have different rules, different games, but uh, the name remains the same. It's trivia. And Mike, I have to say the uh, the trivia cataloging cataloging mm. is <laughs> is going quite well. I don't know what we're going to be able to do with all this information, uh, wow. but I, there has to be some kind of value we in the can. work that we've done. Are you there? Something cut out. Just creating a trivia. I don't know if you can hear me, but I can't. Mike, hear did I lose you? Ya? Hello. Did I lose you? We're back. We uh, Yeah, I couldn't hear you for like the last twenty seconds. Oh, weird. Uh, so yes, you were cataloging the trivia, and it's go- and time. it's going quite well. Yeah, that's just what I was saying. Uh, uh, yeah, can we yeah can we hold these ca- hostage and say hey Vince pay us well pay us for these I, I'm thinking there has to be and <laughs> I've been trying to rationalize it in my mind that there has to be some payoff to doing this. Uh, I mean you can uh, you can ask trivia questions about 
things like wrestling and stuff. You and know, I mean, like there has to be somebody looking for trivia questions about wrestling and willing to pay out like, board like game. ten bucks or something. I really don't know, uh, yeah. but I think we're about a quarter, uh, maybe a more of a third of the way there up to up to up to current episodes. Well, so uh, uh, yes, I, things are coming along. I, I appreciate your diligence. No, it's going to be great. Um, we're also going to do whenever, whenever the, whenever it is all completed, we will. Uh, I will be giving a one-off, just fact check, um, because of course I am checking a lot of these facts uh, as I go. Of course, yes. I already, I know, I disputed at least one or two. You know, and and then we're we're gonna we're gonna cover. The, I know one for sure. We're we're gonna cover those. We're, we're gonna cover those when we get there. <laughs> uh, Maybe we can do that in the hundredth episode. Special. Maybe that's the hundredth episode special. You know, uh, all the things that we were wrong. I just break down. Hey, sorry, we said this. What yeah, we actually meant was called, this. You blew it. <laughs> you blew it, kid. Uh, this th- this version of trivia isn't you blew it because Mike, I have three questions for you. Oh man, I got three for you. Ooh, who wants to start? Uh, I guess I'll start. You start. Because we, we came into this talking about lots of music and fun stuff. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun a few weeks ago coming up with these. So I made some more wrestling and musical crossover names. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yes, so it could be a band. It could be a solo performer. It could be a member of a band. Okay. You understand? I understand. And, uh and it could go in either order. So, like, the order I give the clues in is the order that the name is read in, you know? Okay, I understand. So, if I if I start with a wrestler, if I start with... Okay. So, the first combo name. We're going to start. I'll alternate hints. I'll start with the wrestler. Okay. So, this person is one half of a tag team featured frequently on AEW. And then we have one of the greatest solo female artists of all time. Okay. And then we have this wrestler has not won a title in their current promotion, which is AEW. Mm-hmm. The performer has won two Grammys for Album of the Year, and she was the youngest person to win the award <laughs> until Billie Eilish surpassed her this year. And then the final clue, the wrestler has a male manager who also wrestles on occasion. And the final clue, this singer has collaborated with artists like Kendrick Lamar, Ed Sheeran, Brendan Urie, and the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> and the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> if you can. Uh, uh, is that, and that's it, sorry? That's it, that's it. That's yeah. all the clues. Do oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't need any clues, because, Mike, I, uh, I may not know much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do think you're talking about Chucky Taylor Swift. Yes, Chuck Taylor Swift. I would have accepted Chucky T Swift. <laughs> Chucky T uh, Swift. <laughs> you combine yeah, them both. For. Yeah, you combine them both. But it's funny. you got it. Either way, you got it. I think uh, I think she's got it. I don't think I got. No, I think I got nothing. She does have she's it. Got I'm it. glad you acknowledge it. <laughs> She's got it, and I'm acknowledging it. Mike, I have another edition of Wrestler Birthdays for you today. Hey! Okay. Which is a lot birthday of fun. Is it? It's uh, May 21st, y'all. Y'all. Happy birthday. Uh, and happy birthday to these three people. Uh, first off, Mike, I have, what, four? I have four clues for each. Okay. Or, and now, uh, I have a varying amount of clues, but here you go. Uh, first clue. I can blow out the candles anytime I want. Anytime you want. The first clue, uh, this person is... The current IWGP Tag Team Champion. 
Hmm. He is a four-time winner of the uh, Observer's High Flyer Award. He used to wrestle under the name Tiger Mask. And final clue, uh, he's only had seven matches in WWE. <sighs> seven matches. So Tiger Mask, because there's been a bunch of Tiger Masks. That's the part that throws me off. Tiger Mask is one of those things. Mm -hmm. It's like someone else takes it on. Tiger Mask, one, two, three, four. Uh, seven matches in WWE. And you said the current IWGP tag champ. The current IWGP tag champ, yeah. or half, one half of. Half, yeah. I can't for the life of me think of that, though. But uh, the other two clues, I, sh I can try to base something on. Seven WWE matches, not very many. Uh, and so they're still wrestling. Uh, what was the middle clue again? Uh, the middle clue, um, one sec, sorry. Uh, Four-time winner of the Observer's High Flyer Award. High Flyer. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon would have been a close one, but no, we were looking for none other than the neckbreaker himself, Kota Ibushi. Ah, uh, wow, who, I didn't know he had. I, I didn't know any of these facts about him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew the Cruiserweight Classic uh, and NXT matches. Of course, the, the seven, seven. seven total, I had to count. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if Seth, I thought maybe like five, but okay. Okay, Kota, uh, we wish you had he, more though. He's currently, he's Tiger Mask W now is, uh, yeah, his lineage. And yeah, he's the IWGP Tag Team Champion with Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay, when did that happen? I don't I, I think it may have <laughs> happened uh, at one of those like New Year's Dash or like the one that uh, uh, the one that John yeah, like, Moxley right after Kingdom? the one that John Moxley couldn't make it to. Okay. Yeah, I just remember at Wrestle Kingdom he was in he was going for the singles belts and that's the last I really That was watched well that was, and that well, I think that was the last we saw of because yeah, they're not even operating right now, New Japan. No, they're not. All of their but, champions are still just kind of ongoing. Like, uh, Tetsuya Naito is still a double champ. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, Mox still has his belt, right? Yeah. They won it at New Road, which I think, yeah, is uh, was the thing. that okay. Mo yeah. yeah, Moxley still has his belt also. He's still a double champ. All right. And so is Omega, I think, with that triple A. Yep, Kenny's double champ. Yeah, it's a lot of doubles. A lot of double people so. going on right here. All right. My next musical wrestling mashup. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Ready. We'll start with the music this time. We have a solo male artist. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we have this person debuted on NXT. Okay. And the artist, they started out in a group. But then, of course, yes, they broke out on their own, but they continued on with both for a bit. Uh, the NXT wrestler was very recently called up to SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay. Very recently. Okay. Uh, and the final clue for the music, uh, this person is known as the king of their genre. <laughs> uh, the final clue for the wrestler, uh, he's part of a group, but he spends most of their time managing. Um, yeah, I think the answer you're looking for here is Michael Jackson Riker. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. It's the, uh, I love Jackson spelt with an X too. That's the coolest yes. way to Jackson. spell Jackson. 
<laughs> so, so uh, yeah, spelling doesn't matter on this game, of course. And and so I guess we never see we never see uh, Jackson Riker. Yeah, I only think of him as just being a brick shit house, never actually doing much. Yeah, I think I remember him wrestling like one or two matches. That's it. Even yeah, just yeah. even or even just part of being them as a as a triple threat kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like if he was ever going to come in, it would be in a war games type situation where we find out that he's just badass. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, more. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, Let's here we go. go. Uh, this one I actually only have three clues for you. Okay. It's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit different. Um. So this person, uh, made their NXT debut in a loss to Carmella. Mm. Okay. Uh, they were given the nickname Blue Pants by fellow <laughs> NXTers Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Yeah. And your third clue is they love to read. That's Leva Bates. Leva Bates' is birthday is today. She, uh, 37. Happy 37th birthday, Leva Bates. Yes. The oh. blue pants. I knew it after the blue pants. Yeah, I, fi- I had no clue. I figured that would be the clue that would give it to you. <laughs> I don't think I also said um, uh, previously Kota Bushi is 38. So happy birthday to him. Ah, happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Wild, eh? Still looks like a young boy. Still looks like a little, little, little golden child. <laughs> yes. A golden lover, if you will. Golden lover. I And I might. And he shall. <laughs> All right. My final mashup of the day for you. Here we go. Okay. Let's start with the wrestler. We have a two-time Divas champ and two-time Women's champ. But, uh, yes, Diva's in there as well. So think about that. Okay. Then on the music, we have a funk jazz soul band. Formed in 1964. Funk jazz soul band. Okay. And this wrestler, this woman's divas champ, she is married to a WWE legend who himself is a seven-time world champ and main evented five WrestleManias. Okay. The musical artist, known for songs like uh, Jungle Boogie, Summer Madness, Get Down On It. Fuck, who sings that song? You know the songs. Of course least. I do. Okay. Fuck. Uh, the final clue for the wrestler, they are pretty much retired, but they participated in the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble and then the Battle Royal at Evolution shortly after. But uh, she hasn't wrestled since 2018. Uh, and the final clue for the music, uh, yeah, those songs, some of those songs I mentioned have been featured in films like Pulp Fiction, Rocky, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Uh, so this band, Fuck. Yeah, I don't know that. Like, I'm pretty sure the first part you're looking for is Beth Phoenix. Like, I'm pretty sure it's either Beth Phoenix or Abella, but well, I don't. I'll just say one thing. Uh, I said they have not wrestled since 2018. So think about that. Yeah, didn't Beth Phoenix? She was. She was in this year's Rumble and got her head split open. That was this year's Rumble. No. That was this year's Rumble. My oh my God! Where's the time? So I've given you extra clues on this. Just him. Uh, yeah. So two-time Divas champ, two-time Women's champ, married to a WWE legend, and I stress the word legend. Who is a seven-time world champ? And main evented five WrestleManias. So if you can remember some previous weeks where I've mentioned other people who have numbers. Five WrestleManias, her husband. Uh, oh, I think I've got it. 
Okay. Is it Michelle McCool and the gang? It is Michelle McCool and the gang. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Fuck, that's so cool. Yeah, a little, a little extra leeway, but I wanted you to get it. Yeah, you know what? I think, I think, um, my really, my diva's knowledge, I think, really goes so far as, uh, who was the last to hold it? Charlotte was, right? Yeah, Charlotte got it from Nikki Bella, and then they kind of retired it while she still had it going on. And, and then it became, became the what yeah, is now the Raw, the Women's, Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. That's sort of as much as my diva's knowledge that I know, and that Paige won it on her for, on her first night against AJ Lee. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, like the the ending of the the lineage. How much time was there? Because I guess between divas and the current championship, there would have been a fairly short amount of time. Correct. Uh, what do you mean? Between like, was it one gets retired? Like it was retired that night, and then the yeah, new belt was, was instated. Like, yeah, Charlotte was the Divas champ going into WrestleMania, and then before the match, Stephanie's like, here's the woman's belt. This is what you're fighting for. Oh, okay. So so like, yeah, so she, okay, I get it. So it was weird. So Charlotte's reign as Diva ended that night, but then her reign as Raw Women's Champion started that same night because she you, won the match. But you would think it would have, like, the reign should count the entire thing because she technically didn't lose at but they also want to keep, stack up those reigns for her. Well, so. I mean, okay, I'm down to do that. If that's uh, they want to be 16 times. What are we at? 24, right. 24 time. Uh, <laughs> I think we're at 10. 24 time women's champion, right? Yeah, and then might, how much but... time was there between the red women's championship belt, like the OG one, and the Divas championship? Uh, for a while, they were both on. Okay, like one was Raw, okay. one was Raw, one was SmackDown, and then yeah, and then they got rid of the women's for a little bit. So only a couple years that it was just the Divas. But yeah, no one really liked that title, that the butterfly fucking thing. Yeah, I can only. Yeah, I really. It's it's a it's a it's a picture and yeah. everything. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it had some good matches, some good wrestlers, but oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we don't. You know, women's championship. Is we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but yes, well done, Michelle McCool and the gang. Michelle McCool and the gang. That was fun, Mike. I'm final awesome. uh, final trivia question here for you. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. So this person started their career in New Japan before making their way to America. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are a five-time winner of the Observer's Best Technical Wrestler Award. Mm. Uh, they won the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania 20. Okay. And WWE Championship won the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania 20. The World Championship. What's the World the J- Big Gold? The Big Gold Belt. I'm just trying to clarify. Oh, you're trying to. Uh... Real either way. You said main event of WrestleMania 20. Re- yes. Uh... Well, I mean, the, the, either way, it should be Chris Benoit if that's the case. <laughs> you got it. You got it either yeah. way. You didn't even need that last clue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit is the answer. He would have been 53 today. Yeah, well, he doesn't deserve to be 53. Technically didn't make it. So a not happy birthday to you, Mr. Benoit. And that's how we'll wrap up trivia. Yeah, that was the end. No, that, that uh, that was the answer. Do you know most main events like that? Like how far main events could you go back? Uh, off the top of my head, I could probably do. I could probably get most of them. Like I might mess up two or three out of all of them. Yeah, like if you were, yeah, if you just went thirty-five, thirty-four, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that next week. That'll one just... <laughs> day do a marathon. Yeah, 
but I won't be. Yeah. Try it. Try it. Could you do it with Rumble winners also? Do you think you could? Uh, maybe. Maybe. It would be harder chronologically because the years don't stand out like they do with the numbers for Mania. Right, because it's not like Rumble 14. Yeah. Know. I mean, I can still, you know, it'd be, I'd, it would take more work to piece together the years, but it, it's doable. It would, I'd think I'd get a higher percentage on WrestleMania. I think I could get in the 90% range. How far back do you think you could go back on Stanley Cups? Uh, you probably think you could I probably mean, get 10 years of you remembering exactly who was? Maybe 10, yeah. Maybe 20. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's pretty It'd good. be hard, but maybe. Anyways. Yeah, just, I, mean, just, I think at least in my lifetime, I know the... Yeah. Just, a couple. Just, ju- just wonder. Just making conversation, Mike. I don't we know why test, yeah, I have to make it. conversation here on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> you think the conversation would just sort of flow around the subject matter. It does. It does, but uh, feel free. Any topics can be brought up. Any topics can be brought up, uh, but I do want to bring up one topic, and it's the topic of go-home shows. Uh, Because we have a pay-per-view coming up this weekend, uh, so we need to get to some AEW action. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Uh, Nothing like a go-home show, baby. It's tradition. Every time you got a pay-per-view, you always got to go. I guess technically you have to have, like, no matter when the pay-per-view is, there will be one last show before that pay-per-view. So they are inevitable. Yeah. I mean, except for when we didn't have Dynamite, we just had pay-per-views. That was a good point. That was a good point. That was in the dark times. They had the the road twos and all that. Mm -hmm. So we still had stuff. But, uh, yeah, big pay-per-view, baby. Everything is on the line. Double or nothing. Dynamite. Let's do it. Let's just get into the show because uh, Inner Circle, they arrived by limousine and uh, this new, who's this new interviewer guy? Vince? I forget his name. Who? Some dude, some old dude. Oh. Middle-aged man. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot, there's some faces I don't quite recognize yet. Normally that's a pretty lady, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, so they interview them, Inner Circle's here, and they say, we got a surprise for the elite tonight. So we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Let's kick right into things. John Moxley has taken on ten of the Dark Order. Now he's the one that's been uh, a little more faithful lately, right? Yeah, he's the one that's been Brody's been building him up. Right, he's the one that uh, knows how to wear a tie and all that. So. <laughs> he's, he knows how to wear a tie, <laughs> and that's enough, quite frankly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, as they're coming down to the ring, the Dark Order's with him. Mister Brody Lee, he still has Moxley's belt, and he cuts a promo. Uh, yeah, the wrestlers in the crowd, they're chanting at him, chirping thief. Calling. And, uh, yeah, I also noticed the wrestlers had armbands for Shad on them, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, Brody's like, hey, Ten, take a knee. So he yells at Ten a little bit. Speaks to the people at home. I am no god. I am a man. And I've got this special piece in my possession talking about the title. But, the, yeah, the Dark Order, we operate at an elite level. <laughs> we have the Lions of AEW. And Saturday, he's going to win. He's going to pay off the loyalty with a big win. And, uh, yeah, you know, he knows 10. 10 was the man he picked. This is his moment to shine. So let's do it. You are now a high knight of the Dark Order. Wow. So in this ranking system, it's like Scientology. Yeah, how does this up. ranking system work? Uh, we need we need to see the pyramid structure of it. Yeah. We know the exalted one is at the top. Who reports to who? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, a high knight. So he's at least above 7 and 8. Fantastic. Uh, so anyways, yeah. 
So, uh, but they have faith in Ten, so the Dark Order just leaves so he can fight on his own. Uh, but, yeah, Mox comes out strong. He's kicking his ass. Ten fights back. Mox hits this beautiful Gotch-style pile driver. And then the Paradigm Shift to get the win. So, sorry, Ten. That ain't going to happen this time. It's not going to happen for you. It's nice that... Uh... You know, nice that you were believed in, but you're just a sacrifice at this point. Because John Moxley's not going to lose the week before a pay-per-view. No, not to another, just some number. Some Literally some number. Brody Lee in this promo gave more words than I think we've ever heard him speak in WWE. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was fantastic choice as the leader of this stable, especially because it wasn't really going anywhere with Evil Uno at the helm of it. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, this has been fun all along. Uh, the match is going to be great. Yeah, and then afterwards, Moxley grabs a chair, and then he wraps it around Ten's arm and says he's not going to chase Dark Order all over the place to get his belt back, so you got ten seconds to come out and fix your mistake, or I'm going to break this man's arm. And he starts counting, and then Brody appears on the screen and tells Moxley, you don't call the shots. Saturday night, I'm going to put you to bed. So if you want the belt back, all you have to do is ask. So Saturday, it's just you and me. I mean business. Uh, and at times like this, we all have to make sacrifices. So for tonight, I'm leaving. And he <laughs> he and the rest of the Dark Order just leave. So they they do sacrifice 10. And Moxley says, okay, I told you. And then he smashes the arm onto the chair. So he fucked up his, yeah, fucked up 10's arm. He's all messed up. Yeah. He's only five now. <laughs> Segment was great. Yeah, yeah, good shit. Building that up. Good opener. Don't know what's going to happen in that match. Yeah, good opener. But uh, MJF's taking on Marco Stunt here, as he signed up for last mm -hmm. week. And yeah, just during the match, MJF's just bullying Marco, picking on him. But Marco gets a little flurry of offense in there. Uh, there's a fun little spot when he does a baseball slide, and MJF just pulls the apron out. Thinks he's trapped him, goes to hit him, and he ducks out, sneaks away. But back in the ring, MJF hits his big shoulder breaker into the salt of the earth Fujiwara armbar to get the submission win. So they're yeah, they're putting over that uh, that submission there. Putting over that submission. Uh, Mar Marco Stunt got a lot in. He never he never get he never gets this much offense in. So it was <laughs> yeah, it was blow. actually fun to see a little bit of whatever. MJF helped yeah. him make, like look good. Yeah, it was fun match. And then uh, afterwards, Wardlow picks up. Uh, yeah, Wardlow grabs Marco and then MJF says you can kiss the ring and nails him with a diamond ring. So Lucha Boy, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And Jungle Boy. <laughs> uh, they come out and chase off the heels. And yeah, uh, we'll see them or at least some of them fight. I'm sure we'll see all of them uh, around <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, around each other. Yeah. Uh, then Jake the Snake and Arn Anderson both come out. So we got to have a little coach's meeting. A little coach's corner. Coach's corner before uh, Lance Archer and Cody have their TNT title match. So, uh, yeah, Jake's just putting over his client Archer, calls Cody a worm. He's going to have to face the truth. And Arn says he can see the evil in Jake. And even back in the day, he saw people were scared of the snake, but he knew that was a distraction because he saw the evil heart in Jake. The evil. Just the evil man. Just evil, man. Just evil. Yeah. I saw Beyond the Mat. It's fucking evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
And then Jake says, hey, man, anytime, any place, we can do this. I'm like, yeah, right. Imagine that. Uh, and then Iron brings up Iron Mike Tyson and says he's going to have free reign on the floor this Saturday. So maybe he's going to be an outside enforcer. It's like a constant enforcer just yeah, fucking with like anybody be- who breaks the rules. <laughs> like, don't break the so, rules. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, so you gonna you gonna throw that stupid snake on him? Jake says Archer could knock that bum out, but uh, he was hoping that Bimbo Brandy would present the belt. I'd love to bump it to her again. Arn says, "Listen here, Cody is the leader of this company, and one year he turned this business and product on its head and made it what it is. I'm glad you've been doing DDP yoga, so you're real limber when I spine busted your ass." And then they get up, they flip the table, but the refs come out and split them up. No old man fight tonight. No old man fight tonight. You know, this uh, yeah segment felt like it went on a little long, especially because I'm fairly certain. Like, like, I think it was like there, a lot of it was just improvised. Like, There's a 100% chance Jake Roberts is not taking a bump, right? <laughs> I don't think he should. Like, I like, I don't know, but... Uh, like, he can take a Nia Jax fall on a like Ricky bump. Morton looked great given that Destroyer like a few months ago. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm sure he's much older than Jake Roberts is. Uh, so, you know, it's it, we're going to be missing that physical threat all the time. I also love how Jake Roberts, he's this manager. And all the other managers, Robert Stone, Zelina Vega, Lana, if you want to say that, look great. And Jake Roberts comes out in like ill-fitting... Lightly colored yeah, jeans, just loose frumpy, just with a like, half tucked in shirt. Half tucked in T-shirt. <laughs> he might as well just have a cell phone clipped onto his belt buckle, uh, and it's re- it really is. <laughs> it just becomes so much uh, the work he's doing, and uh, these two guys, work, yeah, these two guys have just look. as just as much work in this feud as Cody and Lance Archer. You know, yeah. it's it, yeah, there are kind of these two sides to this to this fight that we're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, at least, yeah, at some point during the match, uh, yeah, if Jake can't take a bump, he can at least punch R and R can fall over. Yeah, like I just I <laughs> duh, <laughs> and uh, they're gonna interact at some. Point. Of course, there's gonna be some interaction. Of course, but even Brandy, maybe she's got some revenge to but get. But there's on Jake. no way you can touch. Like if anyone just touched him, I'm pretty sure he would fall apart. <laughs> We'll see. Well, remember the other day he showed he could get down and hover over. He Brandy, did get so down and hover. So I mean, it took him a little while to get down there. And I'm sure. So he can get on the ground. Maybe once he's on the ground, I'm also they can sure it took him a little while to get up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, that segment was all right. Yeah, the match is going to be. Uh, we'll get. We'll, we'll, match will be yeah, a banger. We'll get there after. We still don't know what the title's going to look like. And Mike Tyson. Yeah, we can't forget about him. I on. hope he's, he's just, just going to be. He's the rover. I hope he's, he's yeah, around. literally roving around the entire time. <laughs> I saw photos of him recently. He looks great, in shape, and I hope he's just kind of walking around the ring with an NWO shirt on, just ready to fuck stuff up or something. <laughs> yeah. Nah, who knows? Who knows what the hell's going to happen there. But let's go on here, because our boy Orange Cassidy is taking on Ray Phoenix. Uh, and he's coming out with the best friends, but he sends him to the back. He wants to go it alone. And during Orange Cassidy's entrance, Phoenix comes running out of nowhere trying to kick his head off again. But Orange, he knows it's coming, and he coolly just steps out of the way this time. Walks down to the ring, takes off his jacket and glasses, because he's ready to throw down. And, uh, yeah, early on, he's out wrestling Phoenix while keeping his hands in his pockets. It's just frustrating, Ray. But, uh, yeah, he fights back using that lucha prowess. But, uh, 
Yeah, Orange Cassidy, he fires back. He's got some high flying of his own. He hits his big diving DDT off the top rope for a near fall. Ooh. Uh, it looked great. Yeah, some more big reversals, more near falls. And then Kip Sabian comes down to ringside with a ladder. And he sets it up on the ramp just to watch like a tennis umpire. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of tennis, uh, <laughs> sidebar. Have you ever seen the film Borg vs. McEnroe? Uh, yeah, it's a spoof movie, isn't it? No. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. I think you're thinking of, like, the world's longest tennis I'm thinking No, I'm thinking of that one, yeah, the eight longest, eight hours or something, which I guess yeah. is a spoof this is on raw. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this mind. is the real life. Right. Yeah, the Wimbledon finals, Borg versus McEnroe, Shay LaBeouf playing uh, John McEnroe. And who, who who's, uh, who's Bjorn Borg? Uh, some uh, nice looking. When I uh, when I used to have my long hair and I'd wear a headband, my aunt would always say, <laughs> "You <laughs> look like, no, you look like Bjorn Borg because or he Borg. had the long hair and but you had the curly hair though." Well, you know, I mean, I guess, like Mac but it was too long. Just but anyways, anyways, like, you do you like, want, hey, auntie, do you want to uh, call my yeah. aunt up and say, "Hey, bitch, you made a mistake." Yeah, say you want to do hey, that, can, Mike? I'll give you her number. See you. Yeah, so does he look like John McEnroe? And then she's like, say, answer the question! <laughs> you jerk! The, inf the infamous freak out. <laughs> you jerk. What but, a uh, line. Uh, yeah, that was his yeah, And that's in the movie, of course. I, I recommend it. Shayla Buff's best role of his career. Oh, yeah? We mentioned earlier in Holes. Better than Holes. What? <laughs> Better than Holes? He's a grown man. Stanley Yelnats? It's a great film. Hector a great sports Zeroni? Film. I don't want to say it, but I'll call it right now the greatest tennis film of all Ooh. time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's... I can't name one tennis film. Well, you can name this one. I can name this one now, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, that was a good sidebar, because uh, Sabian's sitting on there like the tennis umpire still. And uh, this distracts Orange Cassidy and the ref. So, Phoenix hits a big low blow from behind, followed by a cutter to get the win. Uh, but then SCU come out and they just tip Sabian off the ladder. He falls down. All the men start having a big brawl. Um, and then we get 90 seconds of just chaos. Meltdown. There's Phoenix. He hits this big twisting senton to the floor but comes up Barely short. hits. <laughs> just his, pretty much flat on the ground. back hits the ground. Yeah. Just nails it. Oh my uh, God. So then Colt Cabana says, I can do that. And he hits his own sloppy, I say a moonsault. There's no one catches him. <laughs> so he lands hard. Uh, and then in the ring, the best friends, they give Orange Cassidy this huge double launch over the ropes. And he overshoots it. So he fucks up. He hits the barricade, takes out more people. <laughs> so three big messy dives in a row. It was insane. But it was fun. Uh, but yeah, they're all dead. But <laughs> every single one of them is dead. Uh, someone hit, and yeah, or this this is the perfect match for Orange Cassidy too. Also, like Pac had so much personality. Ray Phoenix doesn't have the personality that Pac does. Uh, yeah. But but oh, yeah. but was, but uh... is equally as talented in the ring to provide the same kind of match. They did that yeah. little thing, which I mean, who I don't know what the fuck they call it, but like, what? It's, isn't it just one guy kind of like just tossing the other guy around on his shoulders for a bit, and then it ends in a huge spike DDT? Uh, yeah, I, I never know yeah. what those are called, but like, it's kind of like the sequence, and we've seen like Ricochet do it and Leo Rush do it. We've seen other of those high flyers, and it, it's always just the coolest looking fucking thing you have no clue what they're doing you know to cool i mean like they're doing rotations you don't know how are they doing it and then it always ends uh, lands in their head. it's always just so fucking impressive 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, this was wild. Just kind of getting a bunch of those guys from the ladder match out there to give you a little taste. Right, because this is... Uh, if this was what they're doing for free, just wait till what they're doing on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, but let's go to women's action here. Hukaru Shida teaming up with Chris Statlander to take on Nyla Rose and Britt Baker. And uh, the match was going good. Things were looking good. And uh, Sheeta and Statlander, they're working well together. And then they pick up Nyla Rose and they hit this big double Death Valley driver onto Britt Baker in the corner. But Nyla lands like right on Baker's knee and Ooh, shit and fucking, uh, fucked her up. Yeah. Like she was, uh, I, yeah, yeah, this, I, I, this was legit. Yeah, it, it looks like she actually hurt herself. And, uh, yeah. Which is like her facial. Uh, yeah, she seemed. Real injury looked real, and uh, Statlander kind of took over as the ring general here. She, uh, yeah, she took care of Baker, and then Nyla. You could tell she like pinned her, and she turned to Nyla, and she like told her to break up the pin. So Nyla comes in, breaks up the pin, drags Baker over into the corner, tags her out. So then she's just out of the match at that point. But Nyla Rose is able to hit her big monster bomb on Sheeta and gets the pinfall. So she wins, and then afterwards she brings in a table. But Statlander hits her, Sheeta climbs up, and then hits a big superplex on Nyla through the table. So another big bump. But Another big bump, yeah. Yeah, but Britt Baker, though, the story, she was helped off, uh, like, limping hard with Aubrey after the match. So it looked legit. Looked like she was actually hurt. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully she's doing okay, because her rise to fame has been huge. It's been great. Yeah. yeah, she's supposed to fight on Saturday, but that match is in question as of right now. TBD, so I guess we will see. Um, but another solid. This is two weeks straight of fantastic women's matches, i got to say. Yeah, these four these women. Four, yeah, the these division. four, yeah. Top of their division, yeah. like you just said. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, at some point, just kind of, I don't know, I didn't make specific mention, but there was a cool Death Triangle little promo video. With Pac talking, I don't remember anything specific, but oh, neither do I. At least first time we've seen Pac in a while. Yeah, so I may, nice I may have see not him. seen that. Who knows? Yeah, it was like twenty. And there was another one with Darby Allen too, and he was like, I don't know, standing on a ladder with fire. Oh yeah, he loves <laughs> and it's black and white. He loves doing yeah. those. I don't know. Yeah, he's just doing. Promos. I think he just kind of uh, like has a GoPro at home, and he just sort of sends them stuff every so often. He's like, hey, use this if you want. Use this if you want. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other non-news, or yeah, non-wrestling, there was a SSN news segment hosted by Sean Spears. Where <laughs> Sean says, Spears news, of course. Yeah, uh, Sean Spears news. And it's, it, it looks all legit and dolled up, and he's wearing a suit. Yeah, he's got the yeah, the green screen background, all that. Uh, and he says, breaking news, Dustin Rhodes has retired. But uh, no, he's just fucking around. <laughs> this is the start because they announced later on the show that they will fight at Double or Nothing. Yes, uh, fun way to book a match, isn't yeah, it? Why not? And like we've said on the show before, more Sean Spears. There you go. And Dustin, he's the wily veteran. He's always he can always put on a banger. You never know. And then they announce for next week we're gonna get a battle royal where the winner will face the TNT champion on June third. It's also really exciting. Uh, an immediate quick. title defense. Yeah, I like that. You yeah, no fucking around when when you're the champ. You gotta be the champ. You gotta be the champ. That's all you gotta do. But let's go to the main event here. Sammy Guevara is taking on Matt Hardy. Because, uh, yeah, he's still mad about getting run over with that golf cart. <laughs> still mad. He got the sh he got hit with a fucking golf cart. He got nailed. Uh, but the neck braces off. He's here. 
Matt, uh, yes, they're fighting. Matt controls the first part of the match, but uh, the sexy Spanish god takes over. They're going back and forth. Sammy goes for a big shooting star press, but Matt gets the knees up to block it, and he follows with a twist of fate to get the victory. Huge uh, twist of then, fate again. <laughs> oh yeah, Sammy, he'll just say, okay, he'll just spike, spike his head. So cool. Uh, but then afterwards, Matt grabs a chair, and he's ready to attack Sammy some more. So the inner circle appear on the screen, and they've got Kenny Omega tied up to the goalpost down at the uh, the football field. There, he's tied up in the stadium. And by the way, I don't know if you also noticed this super short, tight jean shorts, and this <laughs> oddly ripped. Yeah, it was like it was a weird getup for him to be in. I was trying to picture how Kenny Omega would have been in his outfit. It looked really weird. Yeah, I guess that's what he likes to I wear. That's what he likes to chilling. wear. He's just chilling in Jacksonville, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so he's tied up. Uh, the audio was kind of fucked up for the first bit. You couldn't hear what Jericho was saying. Mm -hmm. But then it comes back on. He's like, yeah, we destroyed Vanguard, and now we're going to destroy Omega. And Jericho nails him with Floyd, the bat. And then, uh, yeah, Matt runs off to yeah to go try to help Omega. But then the Young Bucks make their return. They appear just on the top of the field or uh, the fan area. They jump off the balcony into the crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the crowd of the inner circle yeah the inner circle uh, start hitting some chair shots and then Matt arrives on the scene to help the elite but uh, they're still outnumbered four, 5 verse 4 but then off in the distance we see this cowboy come running down the field cowboy boots and all cowboy jeans, boots and spurs <laughs> he runs 75 yards in about 6 seconds flat hey, he's, a fa uh, he's a fast guy he's got a fast 40 time He's a fast man. So the Cowboy's back. He comes in. He starts throwing some lariats. He's whooping some ass, as JR says. And the Elite look great. They stand tall here. They're talking smack as the inner circle runs off. And, uh, yeah, the four members of the Elite are hanging out. And Hangman just walks off on his own. He's still the solo Cowboy. Uh, and then the four members just kind of pose together in the end zone. Close the show. Nice visual. Nice visual. He came back for the elite, and now we're gonna get it. Matt Hardy, the elite, in a circle. Yeah, this is gonna be. Uh, yeah, Matt Hardy. I guess Cody's kind of got his own shit going on, yeah. so he's not part of the elite right now. Cody's he's he's uh, in spirit a part of the elite, but yes, he hasn't been done. He hasn't. I don't think he's ever been like closely with the other guys. Uh, he's yeah, always he's been kind of doing always been, his uh, own feuds. Yeah. Yeah. But that was Dynamite. We have it. That, that was the go home show. That was the go home show. We won't see another show until the pay per view happens. Yes. So let's just jump right into that card. Let's hop right into it, Mike. We probably have eight or nine matches. Why don't you book it for us? All right. Well, the only match we know where it's going to be the pre show match that uh, they didn't really talk about. The best friends are going to take on Private Party, who I don't think we've seen during this uh, Corona era. We haven't seen it at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's your little pre-show match, and uh, the winner becomes the number one contender. Ooh, interesting. Something, something on the line. Something there on the line. is something on the line. You know, Adam Page is, uh, Adam Hangman Page is back, so I guess that tag belt is back. Yeah, you know, hasn't been defended in months, so let's go. Let's go. Uh, then on to the main card. We got the just announced Dustin Rhodes for Sean Spears. No careers on the line here, I think, so. So, yeah, yeah, so Sean Spears can get a big win if we need him. More Sean Spears. We've been saying it this whole time. Yeah. Um, and then another match that I guess is in question as of right now, Dr. Britt Baker taking on Chris Statlander, allegedly. But, 
Yeah, Baker might need a doctor of her own. We don't know the status <laughs> of that knee yet. We uh, will have to see. I haven't looked. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So there, and then we got Nyla Rose defending her women's championship against Hukara Shida. And they have added some steps. This is going to be no DQ, no count out for the women's world title. So... Uh, it's fantastic. We can, we can get anything. You know, yeah. and the the these stip, the steps that work against the big dominant force of a person, right? Nyla Rose has been champion for a long, long time, but it doesn't feel like it at all. Yeah, because her reign started just like at the beginning of this shit. Exactly. So mm-hmm. who knows? We'll probably it might it might stay on her, might not. But uh, looking forward to a good match. Yes. Uh, and then we also have MJF taking on Jungle Boy. And of course, I'm sure Wardlow, Wardlow and the other Jurassic is gonna Express be will be there. So. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. Uh, then we got the Casino Ladder Match for a future AEW World Championship opportunity. So Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Skies, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and one final mystery opponent who will be the ninth and man. And TBA. Yeah, but uh, that's a stacked lineup. That's going to be a crazy match. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen, but uh, someone's got to grab that chip to get the win. How big it is, what it looks like, we have no idea, but looking looking forward to seeing the whole thing. If there's AEW ladder matches, the two almost go hand in hand at this point. Yeah, there hasn't been a bad one. Hasn't been a bad one yet. Uh, And then we got John Moxley defending that AEW World Championship against Mr. Brody Lee. In a match, I don't know how uh, they're gonna get out of this one, because I don't, you know, I don't think either man wants to lose at this point. Yeah, and neither man should lose, you know, short of some kind of interference by somebody in, uh, order. somebody in Brody Lee's little, you know, collection of people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this one's gonna be intriguing to see where it's gonna go, but uh, yeah, I. I don't feel that it's the main event, though, because how can you not close out the show with a stadium stampede match? The first ever. Well, I, Matt there's, uh, there's one more after that. If that's how we're closing the show, we didn't say this, we didn't mention anything about Cody and Lance Archer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You forgot all about that. See, <laughs> well, I, then that could be closed. That, okay, that's what I was saying. I think that could actually close the show. Okay. Or, then um, let, yeah. Let's stadium stampede match the semi main. event. Yeah. It, it'll be hard uh, to say. Maybe maybe Cody will open the show, you know, or to kind of do the do it that other way around. A uh, lot of main event quality things here, though. But yeah, let's talk about that stampede. Matt Hardy and the elite Paige Omega and the Jacksons taking on the inner circle. Uh, yeah, just anything goes. Pinfalls can happen anywhere, so we're gonna see uh, some fun shit. Do we do we know if it's gonna be pre-filmed in that WWE way, or do we think it's gonna be like a? I, I have no idea. Uh, I don't think they've specified. Are we gonna involve the elements of the football stadium somehow? Like someone someone puts a, a ball in one of those machines that you know, t- hugs it up in the air to hit somebody in the <laughs> face or something like that. I don't know. They got they've got millions of dollars at their exactly. expense. Exactly. Like, what is Sammy to Guevara gonna fall into, or like what is Sammy yeah. Guevara going into? Because that's uh, oh, Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Who knows? Uh, maybe there will be live jaguars there. Maybe we never know. Uh, yes, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's just say this next match is the main event: Cody taking on Lance Archer to take to crown the first ever AEW TNT Championship. With Mike Tyson roaming around, Jake walking Roberts. around the whole time. Mike, oh yeah, Mike Tyson heavily involved in all of these <laughs> matches. Hopefully, 
maybe maybe uh, Mike Tyson's the one who's gonna punch out Sammy Guevara. <laughs> maybe that'll be it. Yeah, that could be. He's gonna punch someone. He's gonna punch someone out. Maybe it's Someone's maybe it's gonna be Sean shot. Spears. And they want that clip to play on ESPN the next day. Of Mike Tyson punches out. Of course. Oh. You want the hits. You want the YouTubes and stuff. Yeah. So uh, TNT title, though. That's going to be great. We don't know what the belt's going to look like still. So another more fun mystery. Mm. This, uh, yeah. This going to be great. Every match looks like fun. <clears throat> it's going to Lance Archer, though. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I feel like uh, he's not ready to lose yet. They're building him up. He's he's uh, not ready to lose. And I think Cody Cody has to win in front of like a, a crowd. Yeah. You know? He will he will get his time. Cody will I mean he is also still the vice president. It's not like his position in the company is going down. No. <laughs> <laughs> his like Cody's stock doesn't fall by him losing ever. Ever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He, he can lose he, yeah. all the matches in a row. His stock will not fall. Yeah. He's always and he's always involved in a big storyline. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's everything. That's double or nothing. Uh, one of the matches, yeah, the Britt Baker. We'll see if that gets swapped for something else or if she's okay after all. Who knows? But, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. A lot of fun on Saturday. It's gonna be, Live wrestling, baby. It's going to be a great day. I'm really looking forward to the pay-per-view. Um, that was the show, though. That was the show. That was That it. was everything. That was. that was all the trivia. That was all the AEWs. We only have time for one more thing, and it is our Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Throwing it on to you, Mike. Who do you got? All right. Uh, yes, last week was crazy. So much shit happened. Uh, but we had to give it to Becky for everything. I was, uh, everything two she week, accomplished. Two weeks ago. Two sh- or two uh, shows yeah, two ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah, 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 all that. But uh, yeah, so we're back around here. I couldn't give it to them before. But they're back. They're back and they're ready to dominate mm-hmm. this division. The Iconics are here. And they are the wrestler of the week champ. I was like, uh, I was mid typing it as soon as you started <laughs> saying, uh, as soon as you started saying that. But yes, they are here. The match wasn't that long, but we had some story development. The slap, the apology, the hug, the embrace. They're ready to come back. And oh, it had all. It had everything you want. The slap, everything. The hug, the embrace. more screen time, the better. That's all I want from them. If they're not fighting for the titles at Backlash. There's gonna be a backlash, <laughs> courtesy of Mike Shepard. I'm going to shoot. Mike the shoot is going to shoot hard. There will be a hard shoot if the Iconics are not involved in a tag match at Backlash. You heard it here first. Whoever's booking over there these days, Paul Heyman, whoever you are. Mm -hmm. You bald-headed. You bald-headed motherfucker. Uh, This week, um, my wrestler of the week, we don't see him too often, uh, or we never see him get to perform in the ring. Every time we do, put a smile on our face because Orange Cassidy is my wrestler of the week. Oh, yes. He had a, yeah. We, yeah. Great match against Phoenix. He was very competitive. He's two for two in terms of good matches. 
and yeah. uh, he's going to have an. It's going to be a lot of fun this weekend too. I can't wait for that casino and that ladder match. He's who, going to do some the, no handed dive. Off who's the, the TBA going to be? You know, it's uh, know. it's a lot of fun. Just just speculating. Is it going to be a debut, a return? Uh, who knows? Neither or neither. <laughs> Could just be someone already there. Could just yeah. be someone in the back. <laughs> and that was Billy Gunn. <laughs> just Billy Gunn coming out there. <laughs> Or uh, that was the podcast, though, folks. That was the show. Remember to rate, review, license, like, and subscribe to the show because we're everywhere. Um, you know, we've got Double or Nothing coming up this weekend, so you better enjoy and then come back next week because, damn, I bet we're going to be hot about something. Yeah, we'll bounce back, hit that review, and uh, whatever else happens in between. And everything else that happens in between. Mike, you take care of yourself. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Two.